Hi, everybody. Uh, thank you, uh, St. Matthew's United Methodist Church, for joining us on this week's podcast. And those who are not at the church, maybe digitally or somewhere online finding us, uh, my name is Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. <laughs> that didn't go anywhere near going to No, I want to stay. Like, we're not formal here. This is wonderful. This is how we roll. Uh, <laughs> I need somebody with like a clipboard that's like, Kelly, remember these three words. And be like, I can't. I can't. Uh, so, so pumped. So this week's topic, Dave, is? <laughs> oh, so the sermon this week was all about the, uh, you know, really the cloud of witnesses who surround us. It's about how we have been, you know, I'm really concentrating on the word blessings. Mm. Uh, how have we lived our life? Uh, how, and how has, how have people blessed us? That's awesome. How have they had an impact on our life? Uh, the, the scripture, uh, that I've, you know, have, have, used in in this message uh, on Sunday was the passage that follows, it's two verses, uh, that follows Jesus' time in the wilderness. And it says, you know, Jesus, after he had that trial and those temptations, he comes out and he begins to preach and teach and travel in different areas. And the thing that really struck my, uh, captured my attention was that uh, the line that said, and people praised him, Mm. you know, and I can, I can read into that enough knowing that Jesus you know, what Jesus was talking about. Right. Uh, of course, loving and uh, loving your neighbor and, and being the, uh, receiving God's grace and all of those kind right. of things. And that those people praised Jesus because they felt blessed by what he had said. Mm. And so the, the actions of Jesus blessed, uh, made an impact on the, the people who heard his message. And for me, just kind of processing that, I start thinking about who has blessed me you know, in my time, mm-hmm. in my life. And then, because uh, uh, none of us are, are self-made, we, we're all a product of our context and our family. <laughs> I know that's hard to believe <laughs> for some, but we are totally dependent on uh, uh, often, quite often, the experiences that we've had, the people who've been in our mm-hmm. lives, um, and that makes a difference who we are. Um, I love it. Yeah. And so in the, in the message, I talked about a couple of... Uh, uh, um, of my uh, of people who've been in my life. One was uh, Tina Carter, who was, uh, well, I should say Reverend Dr. Tina Carter, uh, who was my pastor when I heard my call to ministry. Okay. And she was uh, just enlightening and, and life-changing in, in the way she brought um, faith to me and presented that to me mm. um, as my pastor and really um, is a friend, you know, even till today. Um and just had that impact. And I realized that a lot of what I do and how I pastor is because she gave me the example. She blessed me mm. uh, in in helping me in my formation during those years. That's awesome. Yeah. And then another, uh, you know, another uh, person I lifted up was a professor I had in seminary who blessed me as well, who, who taught me that, you know, our, our life of faith and especially as Methodist pastors who are uh, itinerant, which means that the bishop, um, as they're listening to God and 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 keeping the whole you know group of churches that they they govern together, right. um, are really trying to make godly decisions and put people where they need to be. And this professor Diane um, Reistroffer, uh lived her life in such a way that she was prepared to move at a moment's notice. To, to follow God's call as as it was you know lived out through the bishop 
Um, but she, uh, even though she was a professor in full tenure and all of those kind of things, still would maintain her lifestyle uh, on a pastor's minimum salary. Uh, because she, uh, even though she has been appointed to to work in a seminary, she knew that she could be recalled and appointed to the poorest church in her conference, right? Uh, if that's where God uh, wanted her to be, and so she stayed prepared, right, uh, in her life to be able to answer that call. That's awesome. And well, that was a uh, and she was she was a, a a great friend, a great mentor, all of that as well. Yeah. But really, that example of how to live and be ready to accept. Um, you know, whatever God is calling us to, to be and to do and to go and all of those kind of things. Inspirational to me, really, really, I'm gonna flick really the light Because you said well, inspiration. Well, there we well, go. Well, well, <laughs> that is a lot better. <laughs> but so both of these women were blessings uh, to me. That's awesome. Uh, had an impact on me. And I'm sure that we all have had people right. in our lives uh, that have made an impact on us too. And, um, uh, uh, another point I made in the message was, uh, you know, those impacts they, they uh, we think about and we, we like the positive impacts, but those there's some who make have negative impacts as well mm-hmm. on our lives. And so I think that as we, um, you know, as we process that, as we realize that, as we recognize mm-hmm. that in our own lives, then that kind of tells us um, that we have an opportunity then um, and an impact on, uh, or the ability to bless other people in their lives. Right. You know, this is kind of the commu- the whole idea of the community of faith. Right. You know, as we come together, and and even those who are without faith can have an opportunity to have an impact on our lives, and we can right. have an impact on theirs too. That's awesome. Um, so we are, uh, it's, a, it's a picture of how God has kind of woven us all together, mm-hmm. you know, as, as uh, with all of our various gifts and graces, um, uh, the, 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 and who we are and how we're kind of woven together. Uh, you know, tapestry is a, a common example of that, you know, all right. the, the, the threads in the tapestry woven together to create a picture that is, um, unrecognizable outside of everybody else. That's awesome. That's part of that. Yeah. That's really good. I think, uh, so there's a couple things that you're, you're kind of teasing out there that I, I really like. Um, but one of them I think is that distinction you're making between like, you know, I'm not going to say cursing, but there's blessing, and then you know, maybe well, the maybe well, a word in scripture. I call mean, it cursing, right? Well, well, I mean, the concept of blesses and curses is a thing. Is a thing throughout scripture, uh, sure. And and so, or detraction, mm-hmm. right? So there's um, and you know, I think there's this important distinction that gets made of um, there's people I I like to call them opportunities, right? So. There's people who are living out their lives in, in submission to the to God, um, out of out of love for God and love for others, right? Um, where when they take those opportunities, there's a profound impact on the people in their in their places of influence or in the relationships they have, mm-hmm. right? And I use the term relationship lightly, right? So there's I always think there's varying degrees of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I trust you because I know you and we're friends. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I would share the same things I share with you that I would share with some person I just met on the street. Um, you know, like there, there's, there's levels there. Right. Uh, but, but in that, um, it's an encouragement to me to take advantage 
of the opportunities to be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool that, and there's another thing you, you kind of, I'm trying to reconcile it in my brain, but you, you said essentially, I think, um, that these people like were a blessing to you and they were formational. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't just that like, so they blessed you, but to take that, I guess, to flesh that meaning out a little mm-hmm. bit more is mm-hmm. like, those are some profound, pivotal times or relationships or examples to you that were formational. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't just impact you in the moment that had a long-term positive mm-hmm. uh, impact. And, you know, we're talking about Jesus, who that's all Jesus did, <laughs> <laughs> was in that direct vicinity, had profound impact, mm-hmm. blessing. Mm-hmm. And as that those things were emulated, as they were taught, had further yeah. blessing and impact, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you mentioned some people that did that for you. So uh, my grandfather, we were in Jersey City, uh, where he lived, my grandmother, on Garfield Avenue. Um, and uh, so my grandfather had this thing called, it was the coffee shop on the corner. And um, before I, I just brag and gush about my grandfather, there's also words I learned in that coffee shop that I was not allowed to repeat <laughs> in other places. You know, my grandfather was a blue collar guy, mm-hmm. uh, worked for General Motors for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool about the coffee shop was an incredibly diverse place. It, it had representation from all parts of the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day where I went down there, we went to get a snack Uh because when we were kids, grandparents would come and then one grandkid would go back with them to Jersey City and we'd spend the night. It was super fun. I loved yeah. it. My grandparents yeah. are great. Um, so we're coming back and there's this guy who um, is walking on the sh- side of the street and he doesn't have a shirt on. And my grandfather goes, hey, how you doing? The guy looks at him and they start having a conversation. I don't remember. None of the dialogue was mm-hmm. intelligible to me. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what was going on. So my grandfather pulls out his wallet. He gives him like, I, I don't remember, like 40, 60 bucks. It's cash. And he takes his shirt off and he puts it on the guy and says, do you need anything else? The guy's like, no, thank you so much. God bless you. And he, and he walks. And I'm and I'm like, and my grandfather, I'll never forget it. He looks at me and he goes, you say nothing. I was like, all right. And I learned two things. I learned that, because uh, we were in the middle of a conversation and we were talking about something and we were mm-hmm. laughing. I don't remember. My grandfather was incredibly aware and was always looking for an opportunity to bless somebody. Mm-hmm. Because if he just had his head down and he wasn't like looking or in mm-hmm. tune, we would have missed it. Mm-hmm. And two, my grandfather never wanted credit or never wanted attention for doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, don't mm-hmm. let this hand know what this hand, like, exactly. right? And never talked about it. Yeah. Never brought it up. It, it, mm-hmm. like, it was like it never happened. And it was this foundational, formational blessing to me where... I've done that mm-hmm. thinking because I've emulated what I saw before me and the people around me, same reaction I had as a kid were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you didn't know my grandpa. <laughs> like, this is natural. Yeah, like, this is yeah, a thing. Yeah. Um, not because I'm good. Like, it's not because I'm so great, but it was like, it was so profound to me that like, I remember the temperature of the day. Mm-hmm. I remember where the sun was in the sky. <laughs> like, it, it was just this wonderful gift I was given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned some very important things uh, that transformed my life for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a blessing. And I, I never saw the guy again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But my grandparents were the people who would open their garage and feed people out of it and give them a cot. Like they uh-huh. were those people uh-huh. uh, in Jersey City. Uh, but but yeah, like and he like I was a little scared of him though. He was like, "Don't bring it up." I'm like, "All right," I, I, but, uh, but that was cool. And he's like, "We're not talking about it." I'm yeah. like, "Okay." Yeah, how to literally give your the shirt off your back? Yeah, just. Uh-huh. And I was like, "What do I do with this?" <laughs> And it goes back to what you're saying too. I think when we talk about Jesus being a blessing to people of like, it's so, it was such an earth shattering thing for me where like I couldn't, there was nothing I could do except just like sit in the moment and it transformed my life. Mm -hmm. It's like when we meet Jesus and he's just like, I love you. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. And he's just like, I love you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And he's just like, I love you. And you're like, what do I do with that? (laughs) Um, And so I was, I was, I was so blessed by something and mm-hmm. and maybe this is another part of the conversation mm-hmm. we can have is that wasn't even just that wasn't about me. I was a bystander. Right. <laughs> I was and my grandfather was just this guy. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. Well, I mean the the object lesson there of, of course is generosity mm-hmm. and then humility uh which are at the core of the gospel. Right. Uh, at the core of who Jesus was and the core of who he teaches us to be. And to to see somebody who who you are in love with, mm-hmm. um, you know, giving you that kind of object lesson, right. not not for your sake, right, but allowing you to to oversee it, you know, to 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 be a witness to that mm-hmm. um, is powerful. That's a powerful story. And it happens all the time. Um, you recognize that and have carried that and, and know that that was formational and have, and have worked through that, uh, 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 thought about that, you know, over the years since that has happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes, you know, those kind of impacts can happen and we not notice, mm-hmm. you know, or not realize that, oh, this was something that's going to impact me for years. And maybe we don't know it at the moment, but years later we can look back and say, that happened mm-hmm. and it's changed who I am. Right. Um, and so I think that's a big part of, of this message uh, in, in particular and in telling our story is to try to, you know, think back, uh, um, you know, let God bring to mind where those things have happened. And if you didn't recognize it in the moment or even since then, mm. maybe now is the time to understand that mm, and good. to recognize how God has worked in your life. Yeah, right. you know, at that time through that situation, um, and uh, you know, and then once we recognize it, then to go on into the tie this into the series, then we it becomes part of our story, and we can tell others, you know, how God worked through these situations, these people, um, to bless us, to help us become the, you know, maybe closer to the person God has created us to be. Right. Um, and so telling those stories then is really what what we're trying to tease out here. Yeah. And I love this series we're in mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we, we've talked about testimony and story and that um, I got to say this really carefully so we don't get angry emails and I don't get in trouble, <laughs> but the Bible and the stories in the Bible are only so real to me, right? They are. And I love them and they're, mm-hmm. they're formational and they're helpful for me. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. navigating those and my theology is growing, whatever. Right. But like what I had a front row seat to in that moment was gospel. Mm-hmm. 
So if you ask me to like prove God's existence or talk about God and how I know who God is, that is one of the the, the five or ten stories I would share with a person mm-hmm. to go. This is how I know mm-hmm. because God was there. And when I say obnoxious, I don't mean it negatively. I mean like obnoxiously there. I mean like palpable mm-hmm. in the moment. I'm like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. And my man, my grandfather was a man of faith, and so like. I know what was motivating him because we would talk about that type sure. of stuff. And so like that is a that's a part of my story as I was blessed by another person mm-hmm. where I was like, "Oh, this is real." Mm-hmm. It's not just real to other people, it's real to me. And it and it has carried on now where like um I'd like to think that my grandfather's story and him living it out has positively affected and blessed my story and that hopefully as I've lived out mine and I've tried to emulate that, Mm -hmm. that it's blessed somebody else. Right. Right, right. And like now I have a seven year old son who now I get to do things like Kelly loves to go downtown to feed homeless people. Uh, He's seven (laughs) and he, and he can think of nothing he'd rather Mm -hmm. do with his time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then go give people food and mm-hmm. tell them that they loved and want to pray with them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> which is also like not yeah. really me blessing him. That's him blessing me. But it, but it is like, but we're woven together. But my grandfather is part of that. Mm-hmm. And him like living that out. It's, it's being in a church where people's these, these wonderful women you're talking about mm-hmm. live their stories out and blessed you. And that's part of why you're here. Mm-hmm. And you living that out has created an environment that I've come into and reaped the rewards of the right. And 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 we're connected. Yeah, absolutely. So their stories, I'm connected to their story being left out with you too. It's mm-hmm. cool. And and just an insight that I've I've just had in listening to you there is, you know, they often say that the the uh, you know the, the greatest distance to cover is the 12 inches between your heart, uh, between your heart and your head. Yeah. Um, and it, it strikes me that if we're trying to, to, uh, disciple or to impact others because we've read it in a book, um, that's one thing, but it's, it's a lived experience, um, in the way that you're describing it and the way that, that these other folks have, have touched me. Uh, and it's that lived experience that really helps us here Mm -hmm. to know the gospel and that it's a it's a heart movement, right? Not a head movement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. Can I wrap my my logic around to to mm-hmm. understand it? Mm-hmm. It's can my heart hear it in a way that then it knows the gospel firsthand and right. has seen it lived and not just taught. Right, and and there's I love that. I I think that's a that's a beautiful analogy mm-hmm. on. Um, I'm thinking of this terrible movie. This is an awful example, but it's it's Kevin James and Here Comes the Boom. Bear with me. And he's <laughs> teaching the kids about um, uh, atoms or cells. And like when a cell dies, if a, if a cell or part of the organism is still alive and it bumps into the dead cell, then they they clash and they figure it out and then they start, they hit a rhythm and they regenerate, right? And so for me, like there's this thing is... Um, our lives bump into other people, mm-hmm. right? And as people bump into me, I learn. Mm-hmm. 
or I'm blessed. And in turn that like I bump back into other people, like we're in this place where we're connected and, you know, we're talking a little bit about this before too, but in a, and I, when I say society and culture, I'm not doing the like culture is evil, culture war and society and like all the things. What I mean is like a, from my perspective, a critical assessment of the culture that I live in mm-hmm. is one of high individualism and self-madeness, mm-hmm. and it's on me, and I can do all the things mm-hmm. solo, which is not only completely absurd, it doesn't make it, it doesn't exist. Um, but in that of as we're bumping into each other, right? And lives collide and people like come in contact with each other and we bless each other. There's profound impact to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, if it's when it's real, right? Like it, it, there's cool stuff that happens. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, man, I'm emotional. Like I'm thinking about my grandpa. I miss him. And I'm thinking about my son and that that's connected. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish, I wish my grandfather had gotten to meet my, my wife and my boy. Um, but what a cool thing. Cause my Kelly's asked me about grandpa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. you would love grandpa. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really neat. Um, now we did talk a little bit before we started. Um, I think it's also important to talk about the appropriate weight of what it means to be a blessing to people. But mm-hmm. conversely, the other part of that, right? The, the negative impact we can the, have. The on responsibility others. we have, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're talking, I mean, you just mentioned about how we bump into each other. And sometimes that's perceived <laughs> as a blessing. <laughs> Do you talk to people before we came in here about me bumping into people? Sometimes, sometimes that's a blessing. And sometimes it's an opportunity to forgive people. <laughs> It's Which, an opportunity for growth. <laughs> yep. Well, but, and Jesus taught us mm. how to deal with people in those <laughs> circumstances too, right? Right. What what bigger subject is there in scripture than forgiveness? That's a sign that, that Jesus wasn't preaching and teaching in a bubble, you know, in a utopia somewhere. You know, the need right. for forgiveness says that we're living in a real world. Mm-hmm. We're going to hurt others. Others are going to hurt us. And the key to that is the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. Right. And as we've learned that, and as we've you know, made it part of our being, mm-hmm. this lesson of forgiveness, then we are able to stay connected with those that we have harmed, mm-hmm. uh, potentially, and those who have harmed us. Right. Um. And through that gift of forgiveness and knowing that we have been forgiven, um, then we're able to forgive our neighbors mm-hmm. and stay in connection and continue to grow. And even those points, those kind of friction points, mm-hmm. can be opportunities for growth yep. and can be blessings that come from those too. Mm-hmm. So for me, this is all, you know, the gospel is all of this. Right. It's not the the utopia where everything's perfect. Um, it's not the you know the, the story we like to tell where everything's you know damned, yeah, <laughs> so to yeah, speak. Yeah. 
um, we are living, and this has been true forever, is that we're living in this mixture of people, of, you know, situations, and sometimes we're going to be a blessing, sometimes we're going to be a curse, and if we don't recognize that, then chances are we're, we're willfully hurting people. Um, mm-hmm. But if we can understand ourselves in the way that we're having an impact on others, then we can control those uh, impulses to, to harm, and we can receive forgiveness and then live that out. Right. Um, you know, we're building, we're building the kingdom that, that Jesus was talking about. Yeah. If we can get there. That's wonderful. And, and for me, I, I, for a long time, there was all of this pressure that God did not put on me, but like, I was like, all right, story I tell needs to always be a blessing to others. And if I so much as fail a fraction of that, then I've disappointed God and God is done with me. And I have da 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 and I but I but at the same time there is when I do think about, which isn't often, <laughs> but when I do try to do inventory, right, of my story that people have come in contact with, the hope is, right, that that I would be a blessing and not detract, right? And I think that when we think about the gospel um, and that we, we, the debt we owe one another, right, is one of love. Mm-hmm. It is that we, we would choose to see others and all of creation for that matter. Uh, we, would, we would do our darndest to have the lens of Christ and its value and its inherent worth mm-hmm. And we would act accordingly. And I think that, like you're saying, when we do that, um, in the capacities in which we can, as we are also learning and growing, um, but I think that's what you're what you're kind of alluding to, right? Mm-hmm. Was we build the kingdom, um, and frankly, like not to be that guy, but that's what I'm hungry to do. Me too. Like I, I when I think about our our. Uh, our fateful encounter as we work together. Uh, jury's still out on that, by the way, on if, <laughs> if I am a blessing. But but in that, right, like, and where we're at and in the city we live in and and the people we come in contact with, right, like, you know, I, I'm all about growing in knowledge and growing in understanding and, and those types of mm-hmm. things. But the thing I'm hungriest for most is to see people blessed mm-hmm. and that they would know it was Jesus and that as they're navigating what they're navigating, that we would bless one another, mm-hmm. right? And so what I said there was not that people would conform, that people would be exactly what I am, but like I want to do relational living with people as we bump into one another, that the stories that are weaved are one of blessing. Um, and that's what I'm like really motivated by and excited to do because a long time ago, it was modeled for me by my grandfather mm-hmm. and it, in an act that he considered insignificant. It was not a big deal. It was another day going to the coffee shop. And I'm like, is that cash in the budget line item? <laughs> like, is that what you didn't want me to tell grandma? Like, yeah, is that, yeah. she's like, Lou, where's your shirt? Uh, but, but in that, oh, my grandfather's name was Lou, but, but in that, like, that would be, the friction point, mm-hmm. right? That that it wasn't a thing; it was what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for us, what Jesus kind of models for us is not 
Um, so when I say when we're not lacking, I don't mean we're not growing and learning. What I mean is that Jesus is, I think, as we come into relationship with God and we begin to build on that relationship, Jesus is like, you don't lack any good thing. Like, you, you have it in you. Like, I have put it there. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you. Let me show mm-hmm. you. Let me, mm-hmm. let me walk it out with you. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, so it's not, I have to go over here and then come back and do this. It's as we're living. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we have, you know, there's enough, the world has enough negative stuff out there. <laughs> that does. <laughs> Is that an understatement, maybe? <laughs> There's enough of that negative stuff out there. Um, we need more of the positive. We need more of the grace. We need more of the love. We need more of the forgiveness and the sacrificial love that that binds us all together. Mm. Um, you know, I've lived, I've I've had glimpses at that kind of life, and partially through these people that that mm. we're talking about. Yep. You know, we've had glimpses of what it means to live in that world. Right. I want everybody to see that world. Mm. And that's the world I pray that everybody gets an opportunity to live in full time. Right. You know, and that's the work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the intent of Jesus. And right. uh, 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 that's what God wants for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, every single creature that God created, this is what God desires. Right the blessing of these relationships, the blessing of uh, the connections that we have um, is part of life. And we learn it through our faith and we witness it through, um, you know, all of the examples that surround us. Mm -hmm. We just need to recognize that it comes from God. And this is really God's desire. And that's why we feel so blessed in in the process. Right. Um, It's because this is what we were made for. Yeah, it's the, um, you know, I alluded to it before, it's that, um, I talk about it, it's like it's the here and now, but also the not yet, Yeah, right? It's that mm-hmm. it's that yearning in us that mm-hmm. there's something, I, I summarize it this way because it's the only way it makes sense to me, is there's this ancient part of me that understands how something, that, that it's not how it's supposed to be, but there's times where that part of me is reminded that, Oh, this is what it can be like. This is what it's supposed to be. And like, I resonate with it on that level where it's not here. And like, you talk about the heart, like the soul, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's part of me that resonates with it and is mm-hmm. overjoyed at it because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is the good stuff. This is yeah. what 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 it is. This mm-hmm. is this is what God wanted, and mm-hmm. this is what God wants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as we, um, and 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 I guess my my closing thought or the thing that I would like to share lastly is um, I think at times where I can stumble and where I struggle is my own ego kind of comes in where I think that I have to be this blessing to other people. I also have to be mindful of making room for other people to bless me Mm -hmm. because community that's lived out in the way that I think you're describing is one of we're all in it together Mm -hmm. and if we bless one another, we get there. Mm-hmm. If it's just me trying to do the blessing, I'm not, I'm probably actually detracting from people, not actually blessing yeah, them. Right. Yeah. But, but it's that when people do this together, 
right? I've experienced this a couple times in my life where like you're in that space with other people and that's how it's going and man, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's like the coolest place to be where like you can trust other people and they bless you and you bless them and you get to be the truest, most authentic version of yourself and they like also get to be that. And you're like, wow, this is so cool. I'm like, one day we're going to be with Jesus eating pizza and hanging out and, you know, doing things. Right. And it's going to be, and it's going to be just like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, like, I just have to remember um, that it's not on me. Um, but I'll, I'm, I'm called to do this with people. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets tricky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those people. (laughs) I'm I'm those people. (laughs) We all are. Of course. Of course. Of course. Right. And and I would guess my concluding thought of is that I, from my own life, I know that when I've been happiness, when I've been most connected, been in this kind of relationship um, sphere, uh, that I believe we were made for, what I feel inside of me is peace. Mm. I'm not anxious. I'm not scared. I'm not fearful. Uh, none of none of those things. But I'm at peace. Um, and that's you know, the, the scripture is fraught with you know mentions of peace and the idea. Uh, the Hebrew word is shalom. Mm. Um, which means peace is not just that there's no war happening. Um, peace means that everyone has what they need. Everyone is complete. Um, and when that shalom happens, we understand who God is. Mm. We understand who we are. We understand why we're here, our role in this world that has been created. And we become fully the people that God created us to be. And so, you know, peace gets thrown, the word peace gets thrown around a lot. But for me, it is, it is the description of that perfection mm. that we're working toward. Right. That God wants for us. All of us. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. You want to press out? Sure. Let us pray. Oh, great and gracious God, today I pray for peace. Today I pray that everyone, that all of the world has what they need, mm-hmm. that they can find, that each one of us can find completion and can find wholeness and can find the community that, that helps us to, to realize what that means. Lord, I pray that each of those who are hearing my voice today that they might have someone that they are close to, that they can share with, that they can uh, live life with, that they can share their burdens and their joys. Lord, I pray that each of us have those connections that bind us together to create the world that you cre- that you desire. Lord, I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ who brought us the gospel news brought us the good news that says there is a place for everyone within this world, within this Mm -hmm. kingdom, and there is peace possible for each and every one of us. 
Oh, Lord, these things we pray today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And we'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) Is it there? Good job.